I do not fear death. I had been dead for billions and billions of years before I was born, and had not suffered the slightest inconvenience from it. Tilda Mark Twain. I often go to bed wondering if I will wake up the following morning or be found a cold corpse with my anti-snore mouthpiece trapped between rigor mortis jaws to be pried out by a coroner or wedged in the throat when mushy decay settles in. Forget the fact that a corpse can't swallow. I use it as imagery for the bite-sized plastic slipping down and becoming stuck in my throat until that, too, becomes soft and pliable with decay and wriggling maggots. Hopefully, I won't be found until just a pile of bones remains. Every time I hear of someone younger dying from cancer or other human frailties, I wonder why it wasn't me or if I will be next. I don't fear death. I do wonder about the claimed afterlife, for which no verifiable evidence exists, most glom onto because they fear the unknown with death being the greatest of unknowables or they can't handle the separation anxiety from lived history or just have to believe life has some purpose besides randomness. Is death the next great adventure or eternal nothingness, the blackness experienced during dreamless sleep? I would welcome either. I would prefer adventure on this side of the veil and nothingness as the final sleep, not even reincarnation. My growing fixation on my own mortality is relatively new in my life. It is most likely because I have heart disease and I've already outlived my grandfather with the same condition. I am still here because of the advanced technology used to insert four stents into my circulatory system one of which opened the path from the 100% occluded lower anterior descending artery known as the widow maker for the associated death rate. I had two heart operations on the cusp of turning 52 and moving to India for 1.5 years. I'm sure this reality sits in the recesses of my brain waiting to pounce when my thoughts are unguarded. It may be because I crossed the 60-year mark and counting, a number that seemed ancient in my youth, but now, despite a noticeable decline in motor skills and balance, feels physically more like midlife than the decrepit, cane-using old man imagined in my exuberant and flexible youth when I bounded across soccer fields with the grace of a three-legged antelope. We, humans, place an inordinate amount of power and mystery in numbers ending in zero or five when they are really no more unique or significant than any other number in the infinitude of numbering. No wonder so many fall hard for ridiculous conspiracies like QAnon and the big lie trumpeted by the big loser. Emotionally, I feel returned trapped in the same tormented state dominating my life 35 years ago when the album Joshua Tree exploded into my life with lyrics touching the essence of my troubled soul. I want to run, I want to hide. I want to tear down the walls that hold me inside. I want to reach out and touch the flame. Where the streets have no name, ha, ha, ha. Tilda you too. The album spoke words I felt but could not articulate to myself or anyone around me. Such was my distress, I was driven into counseling to address my overwhelming internal struggles. I never did settle on the high desert plain despite the infrequent visits that helped me feel whole, connected, complete. Then there is the unfulfilled life angle which may indicate black depression is slowly coursing through my veins hijacking my emotional processes. I've always thought there was something I was supposed to accomplish in life, something always just beyond the grasp of my consciousness, a floater in the corner of my eye disappearing whenever I attempt to focus. If I can't see my destiny with any clarity, if I can't find even a rudimentary path to my unique future, how the hell can I ever get there? And then there are the myriad underlying demons to personal to publish without using a pseudonym. Perhaps, someday, I will finally write my great novel and will explore those mental gyrations in the characters I create. Those demons I fully expect will someday implode my inner world before exploding into outer world carnage. I am haunted by the poignant words of the prophet, Edward Abbey, words, like those in the Joshua Tree album, that succinctly sum my inner turmoil. It is not death or dying that is tragic. But rather to have existed without fully. Participating in life, 
that is the deepest. Personal tragedy. As I said at the opening, I don't fear death. I would rather it didn't come about like my parents. Both were devoured by cancer dying in their beds, shells of their once vibrant selves. They died in the company of their loved ones. Death is the ultimate intimate act. I'm not comfortable with that level of emotional intimacy. Another quote by Ed articulates my soul longings better than I ever could. To die alone, on rock under sun. At the brink of the unknown. Like a wolf, like a great bird. Seems to me very good fortune indeed. May 2, 2022